I left off giving some examples of what a storm brewing in your nostril could be a indicator of. And one of the one of the examples is what I want to address today. And I want to call it the lawn you don't water. Mm. And we always say that when people make some of the most unjust or unpredictable decisions for themselves, um, the concept is they think the grass is greener on the other side. And that could be very true for many reasons, even the conversation we're having right now. But I want to really discuss what happens when you don't water your own lawn. And um, for me, uh, dead grass is an indicator of the things that you don't do mm. and smelling and smelling the rain. Right. Um, it's the reason why your sense of smell is very strong, because you can predict certain things in the air, like when like when you get a sense of what energy and what the air brings to you as an intellect as a character like sometimes you can actually feel in the air that something is about to happen you can and you you don't know why you don't know why it feels this way but it's just is and i think that it's important for us to strengthen our senses in other areas so that we can become more instinctive more keen and understanding of what we are going through. So I want to use an example that a lot of us are familiar with to bring into the water that is required for the lawn that you've abandoned, right? Mm -hmm. So when you walk into the house that your presence is rarely felt in as a man of the house, right? Think about that. The man of the house is not in the house. Mm. What makes you the man of that house if you're rarely there? <laughs> and why don't you see or smell in the air of the house that eventually something is going to happen based on your absence? Uh, I can't handle this. I can't <laughs> handle <laughs> this. I'm just putting it out right? there. <laughs> you see, like, as soon as you walk in, before you even meet the wife and you guys have that exchange or when you open the door and the kids run right past the door because they're not used to you being there. So they act as if you're not there. So you should have smelt this shit at the driveway. <laughs> but you literally walked into it. And realize that, you know, there's no shift when I'm present. There's no change of energy or weather when I'm home. It's almost as if it's a dry land. But you should have smelled that a long time ago. How did you go this long without your nose being triggered to the needs of everything and everybody in the house? 
So I want you to understand why smelling the rain coming is so significant, because before you can see it, before you get your taste of what it feels like, before you can hear a person scream and yell at you, your nose is being triggered like the thing that is the least affected in the circumstance is the alert to the responsibility. It's important. It's important because if you felt it before it happened, you can prepare yourself to dodge it. If you could see what was going to happen, you can derail it by alternating the direction around the issue versus going towards it. You can do a lot of things to avoid what is happening, but because the sense that's being used to alert you is not common. But it's also very and it's also very not even indicting, but it's also very much a alarm to what is going to happen or what could potentially happen. The most you should do in this moment is try to acknowledge what you haven't been present for before you address what's wrong. Because a lot of time that is what's wrong. You're not present enough. You don't go through what the wife go through when she's trying to cook. And then needs are still being thrown at her while she's trying to prepare the meal for you to come home to if you come at home. It's so much that goes into that. So let me stop because I really have this formulated to a science in my head i just need your input for what you just heard so far um bj Ah, it's a lot okay let me try to break down like what i heard and what you inspired um in my thoughts while listening so first of all uh this is a lot a whole bunch right but like when you when you mm-hmm. started at the lawn right and mm-hmm. uh you know dead grass and and speaking to um you know the lack of things being done the way it need to be done like you know dead grass represents a lack of something right Re- whether mm-hmm. it's you know care or you know the lack of nutrients nutrients in the grass itself right something mm-hmm. is lacking right and then for whatever mm-hmm. reason, that triggered the thought of needing something, needing the rain to mm-hmm. cover for your lack, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I saw, like, the the person smelling the rain as an excuse of not having to water their grass themselves, right? Oh, it's going to rain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that's what you inspired initially, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Um, as you kept talking, my, my brain went to this place of like smelling the rain as like an animalistic trait, right? You know, we know animals are very keen on their, their senses of smell, right? And Mm -hmm. how they smell fear. And then like, I, I thought about smelling the rain as like a hint of issue in the air or a hint of fear or even the smell of lack. Cause right. I think initially when you talked about the smelling of the rain in our first draft, I just kept thinking about it in a way of like just the storm itself. Right. 
coming or just mm-hmm. rain coming, right? It doesn't have to necessarily be a storm. I just thought it spoke to issue. But then in this conversation, I, I feel like it's speaking to the 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 lack of responsibility in the telltale sign of it, you know? Yep, exactly. So exactly. like I'm like totally engaged and like I already told you I can't handle it. But I'm I'm here. I'm listening. <laughs> so you get the parallels mm-hmm. in the universe, mm-hmm. right? So it's um it's very much the sign of issue, but it's not so much the issue that you're focused on. Mm. You have to understand how the actions that you take mm-hmm. create the issue. That, that That's the most important part of the analogy because upon approaching your home, you notice that before you get inside the house, there's a lack in and out of your home. Mm-hmm. The grass is dead, right? So that means that you're not fertilizing, you're not feeding, nourishing the grounds that your home sits on. What is it about what you do as a man that will... It's it's not necessarily something that you that you would do intentionally because a lot of men do it. So don't feel guilty when I say this. But um, what would make a man feel like a king on land he doesn't survey? Hmm. You know, like um, I had a conversation a while ago with a guy and um, we were talking about. uh Basically, the conversation started with a bunch of men saying women don't listen. Mm-hmm. And um, an older guy, and um, he just kind of just threw it out there and left it and didn't care about how he received it. He was just like, well, it sounds like you don't want to be treated so much like a king. You want to be treated kind. And. I think I was the only one that caught it, Mm -hmm. right? So um, when he said it, I kind of like chuckled because I got it immediately. Um, A lot of women are not so much concerned with treating you like a king because sometimes a king is not what you necessarily deserve. You just want to be treated kindly, you know, and this is like kind of the same conversation. Like, how do you expect to be treated um, like royalty and you don't carry yourself that way. You're not even concerned with the land that you're supposed to be surveying. Like you're not taking care of the maintenance, the landscape. You're not doing anything, but you will say to yourself, the reason why you're not doing it is because you're busy attending to the work that has to be done in order for us to have. And we didn't had this conversation in many days, mm-hmm. you know, where men feel like, the only thing they're responsible for is making sure that we have um, the resources, but um, the energy, the love, the intimacy, the care, concern, the support, the understanding, all of these things that I can just keep naming are lacking. So it's almost as if you're not present because in order for you to do the things that I'm naming after the resources, you would have to be present to do that. Right. 
So, you know, smelling the rain coming is almost uh, an alarm to your senses that you're not present enough. And if you don't show up in some way, shape or form soon and in a hurry, you might walk into a tornado Mm. the next time you come home. Wow. So smell, so smell the rain while you still have the senses to do so. Mm. Smell the rain while you still have the ability to identify that a storm could be merely on the way or brewing before it actually approaches. Like see, be, see the early signs, see the sign, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because we all know what it feels like, and I, I believe women feel it worse than us. Like. To be caught in the rain, considering what it does to your what it does to your clothes and her hair, don't nobody want to get caught in the rain. Mm-mm. So imagine what it feels like on the internal to be caught in a storm, right? Mm-hmm. When it's pouring and you can't stop it, when you in the middle of your own individual storms of. Wanting to be a better provider, wanting to be a better protector, wanting to be loved and all of these different things. And now another storm on top of that one shows up and you smelled it coming. Mm. Wow, uh, BJ, this is intense. Um, I don't. Ugh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling so hard because there's so much I don't want to say. Um, but there's so much I need to say. Um, all I can tell you is the smelling of the rain at this point has evolved into picking up the early signs for me, right? And we're gonna we're gonna mm-hmm. call it the smelling of the rain because it's the it's the thing that happens to say this is about to occur, right? And then you mm-hmm. spoke to the king surveying his land, right? And so mm-hmm. if the king is surveying his, his land, he understands when something isn't where it should be, right? Because when mm-hmm. you're surveying something, you're not just looking at it, you know? You are understanding what it needs, right? You are taking the mm-hmm. time to observe what all is there. So I guess the idea is that he would know when something is wrong. And and I have to speak to why that's comforting as a woman to believe. But I don't know if it's factual for the man, right? So yes, he's responsible. Um, yes, this is his home. Yes, um, you want to believe that he can provide for the lack, right? Mm-hmm. But like realistically, realistically speaking, like is that what he's doing? Is that his truth? Yes, it should be, but is it? Right? And I think all too often mm-hmm. women are sold the belief that he's responsible. And he knows what in actuality he looks the part, but he don't know the part.
All right. So another storm. Another storm. Another storm. What happens when you're not there for a man who is standing in his midst of his own downpour? Mm. How do you be there right. for we we you know we've we've mm-hmm. not BJ before you before yeah, you step needs. over there you <laughs> 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 know we've had this conversation about this man and his uh-huh. and his willing to express his downpour right so now mm-hmm. I feel like the woman also has her part in smelling the rain right she has her part yeah and it's like. I feel like I always I know it's harder for men, but I always see the understand the challenge of the woman. Because every man is not willing to relinquish his responsibilities. And oftentimes okay. him holding on to his suffering is one of those um responsibilities he's that he doesn't want to relinquish because i feel like a lot of uh, men feel like if they speak to their suffering that's the downpour so a greater question then mm-hmm. what type of woman no we gonna change that word right because the most important thing that we're in search of as men in this particular conversation is the responsibility you should have as his helpmate mm. right okay what type what type of support do you give a man in his downpour are you the type to give him a raincoat or an umbrella i'm the type of are you going oh, go ahead. Are, okay i'm going to explain mm-hmm. to you why i asked this question because if you're the type to give him the raincoat that means that you want to just help him just enough to endure having to be in the storm or are you going to give him the umbrella to protect him from the storm altogether no i was i was i was gonna say i'm the type to give the raincoat and the umbrella and the rain boots (laughs) listen because that that's probably and that's probably my <laughs> issue, Jay. Because like I want to protect everything, perfect. everything, every part of it. You you heard it in my conversations where I'm talking about when we had the conversation about you know the the obstacle of you know your man trying to protect you, right? And me saying mm-hmm. I'm okay. You know he 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 might have slap my ass but let's 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 make it home together i want you alive right Mm -hmm. like i am Mm -hmm. very protective right very Mm -hmm. protective and i don't like this bj i understand now better that um while i'm not trying to overtake my man's uh role of being the surveyor of the land i think it's equally important for me to also survey the land right not that he's not doing enough but i could in the event that's important that he's not um available right say for instance you know because he can't he's not gonna be home all the time or whatever like he he does get to sleep he does get to rest he does get to do what he needs to do so i need to be well aware of the land as well so that that creates um 
a different level of storm mm-hmm. because in your position, I totally agree with the example that you gave, but women struggle with the storm of responsibility when it comes to being considered the housewife or placed in the home versus being outside enough to know what's going on. So you in a position where your man is in a storm Mm -hmm. and it's a downpour and you feel like I supported him because I gave him the coat, the umbrella and the boots, Mm -hmm. which naturally, um, which naturally is the help. But then we have those who assume that if he knows what he's going through, why didn't he get the rain gear himself? Okay. I can see them so, seeing that, that that's his responsibility, like it's made available, all you gotta do is put it on. Right. right. So we have to we have to understand that like that's a storm in itself because what makes a man a man to most women what well, in my opinion, because I can't even though I feel like it's a fact, I can't state it as such. Mm-hmm. What makes a man a man to most women is the ability to know that if you were going through it, you took care of yourself during the process. But the storm becomes what purpose do you serve outside of my own storm? Right. So here's here's the my concern. Right. So say you are the woman who makes sure he has it. Right. You don't you don't allow him to get it, even though, duh. Right. But still, like mm-hmm. you're you're supportive to where you 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 make sure he he is armored with the, the rain gear. Right. Also, um, you have your own rain gear in case you have to go out there with him. Right. So Perfect. Um, Perfect. that's that's where my head is. But my problem is all too often when you're in that position to. Make sure he has his rain gear and have your rain gear to go out there. You being so eager or prepared almost um, makes them feel like you don't trust them to handle the storm. Mm. Right? Because I feel like it becomes like you t- doing too much as a woman, like not trusting, not believing, not being assured in his capabilities. Right. Because I feel like there's that's a weird balance that we have to keep as women because, you know, we are needed. We are necessary. However, mm-hmm. we still have to allow the man to do what he does. Right. And we have to respect and almost expect um, that he can and he will. Right. But. That makes me anxious. <laughs> it makes me I so know. anxious. I, it does. Because it's like he's human. And I'm gonna let him be human. So I don't need him to be able to conquer the storm alone or at all. Right? I don't need that. I understand storms mm-hmm. will come. I believe we are sturdy and we will make it out of the storm. That's what I know. That's what I know. We just have to dress dress appropriately and, you know, we're the proof of our home. That's what I know. That 
that is where we're going to take this next draft. And the reason I, because it makes sense to weatherproof the home. The reason I say this is because I remember growing up how like my great grandparents would watch the news mm-hmm. and um, I used to see my grandfather whenever he knew rain was coming. He would, of course, you know, do the lawn care that he knew be necessary. And one time I remember when the big storm came, he went out and he seeded the grass. Mm-hmm. So he was preparing for the downpour, knowing what it would do for the grass. So he went outside and he was just throwing seeds in the lawn. And um, I understand it. I'm ki- I'm a kid. I'm like, what is he doing? Mm-hmm. You know, but um, he knew that um, he knew his expectations of growth mm-hmm. for his lawn. And one of the things that I think. Um, we should be mindful of when we think about weatherproofing the home is that when we know a storm is raging, we should turn to the family first. Mm. Make sure that the family understands what's coming. Mm. And we sort through those emotions and those feelings about what the weather does to us in the event of it showing up so that we can be mindful of each other during the process of the storm. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a surprise to nobody when daddy is absent, but then it also makes you figure out ways to help dad so that he's not absent as much. Or if we can, we can look at mom and say, well, you know, this preserves her time in certain areas of what she has to do. If we all band together, and figure this thing out. Like, how do you weatherproof your home or your land or your relationship when we are aware of what's to come? Because that's a greater conversation for the examples that I gave. Because again, we'll always say, you know, well, you're never home, but he's the sole provider. So he can't be a great provider And as sucky as this is going to sound, it's a lot of truth in this for a lot of men. The reason he can't be a great dad is because he's trying to be an even greater provider. Because there's nobody coming outside with a raincoat on to assist him in the storm. The reason he can't be around or available or present is because he is available for what keeps you comfortable. And nobody came outside in the rain. He'd been in that rain by itself for however long. Mm -hmm. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about what it feels like, what it looks like, and why you are too comfortable in that while he's going through that. Mm. Well. So. I don't know how many parts there's going to be, but it's going to be a couple of parts. And hopefully we get to the bottom of this, you know. So you don't feel like you're overwhelmed because the next part probably going to hit the same because it's another downpour. But we're going to cut it right here. Hope it is building and stirring and cultivating in your spirit that we don't know where it's going to go. But we got to figure it out because that's what life is. Right, right, right. Okay, then. Well, you know, that's a rough draft, too. 
still a note-taking <laughs> phase. Um, I'm holding on to everything I got over here. Um, thank you guys for listening. And until next time. See you guys in a week. Bye. Peace. Tune in next time to see who gets love from BJ and Crystal Flynn.